What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Relax, Relate, Repeat. As you know or don't know, if this is your first time, I'm Jay. This is Trey, my co-host. We are here. How are you feeling? I am tired. I am exhausted. <laughs> I am exhausted. Like, I'm, I don't understand. Like, I, I, that was actually something I was planning on talking about today is I like I need the Sandman to come take a visit. Mr. Sandman. Because bring me a dream. I am literally so exhausted. I literally cannot like sleep. I keep having these keep having these days of like going to bed late and then still waking up at like eight, mm-hmm. nine o'clock. So I'll be running off like five and a half, four and a half hours of sleep some days. And I'm just so over it. I feel I feel, I know exactly how I feel. You remember that episode of Fairly Odd Parents when Timmy wished they couldn't sleep? Yeah. <laughs> they was dragging a, around. That is exactly how I feel. I'm like, I want to go to bed. And then what makes it worse, it's like, the worst part about it is like when you're tired and then you're laying there, eyes closed, trying to sleep and you just can't go to sleep. Like, yeah. that is the worst. That's trash. It is so trash because I am so tired all the time at this point. Like I'm probably gonna be able to take a nap when we done recording. But like I hope so. Eyes is heavy. Well, last tragic. episode, when I was looking at last episode and I look the same right now, like I was like, bro, I look exhausted. I couldn't help but just look at myself. I'm just like, oh my gosh. Because even that's half the reason I was like, dang, I wish I could have time to put on some makeup today because I look dead tired. Yes, the last time was worse. I was low-key sitting over here. You was talking. I was just sitting on camera like, hmm. <laughs> it's, just one, it's just one of them, them periods. I don't know. Yeah, it's the to... season. It's just a season of, of sleepy, I guess. But huh, we, shall, we shall persevere. I've been finding myself going to sleep later, too. But, like, strangely, like, I feel myself get tired at a normal time, maybe, like, 10 or something like that. I'll go to the bed. Then I would be distracted by something and then do that for hours. And the next thing I know is one in the morning. I was up till one last night. I think the other day I got into bed again around maybe 10, 10, 30. Once I got into bed, I felt awake. So I'm just like, oh, maybe I'll just find something to do until I get tired. I end up editing a video and then I'm like, okay, well, this is actually fun to do. So maybe I should stop doing this and do something else. So then I started reading the book and I'm like, bro, how late is it going to get before I actually get sleepy again? Listen. And I've been trying to get up at five in the morning, not today, not on weekends, but like during the week, I aim to try to get up between like five and six so I can get to the gym around like between six and 6.30, preferably closer to the six side. But yeah. And the thing on top of that, because it's also like I was really, really tired on like Thursday. Also, kind of same situation. Like I wasn't even up that late. I don't remember what happened on Thursday. Because I don't remember being up too late, but I woke up. I don't know. I was up at like I went to sleep at the normal time I usually go to sleep. Mm -hmm. However, I woke up like an hour earlier. Mm -hmm. And I just couldn't go to sleep, but I was just tired. And then, like, that was the moment I feel like I regretted having an allow list on my phone when I when I had do not disturb. Because 
I'm over here trying to take a nap after work and I'm over here trying to go to sleep and everybody just kept calling me who's on my wallet. <laughs> so it's like, you know, when you like laying there and you slowly finally start drifting. Like I was mm-hmm. finally drifting. Like I was probably about to be sleeping in the next three minutes or so. And now my phone is vibrating and snapping me out of it. Hung up that hall, went back to sleep, tried to go back to sleep, started to doze. Once I'm about to drift again, then mom call it. I'm like, oh my goodness, can y'all please leave me alone today just for a little bit? Like, I am tired. I don't want to talk. I can't talk. I don't have <laughs> energy for this. Like, please just leave me alone. <laughs> I'm like, I'm about to get rid of my allow- I'm about to get rid of my allow list because why y'all be calling me when I don't want y'all to be calling me? And I'm about to be on vacation in a few days. And I'm just like, man, I I just pray that I get to have, I get to sleep. I don't think I'm actually changing time zones, which is helpful, but I just pray I get to sleep well. Like I know I'm not going to be dealing with a bunch of early risers because I know the girl whose birthday it is. Well, no, 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 they might be. But I just hope I get to have a good amount of sleep and that I can sleep on the flights. Because I am going to have to wake up at the crack of dawn that day, too. I am most definitely not a sleeper on vacations. And it annoys me. Like I go on trips and like literally be wide awake and not sleep. I was talking to mom about that earlier when I was telling her about how I was tired. I would say, like, when I, was, when I went to New Orleans last time, it was just, like, the same type of thing. Like, I was really, like, I was running on fumes. And I was just trying to be so fun, but- it's like because it was for my birthday but i was so <laughs> tired and when i got back from that trip like literally when i got back i went to sleep and i slept for like eight hours in the middle of the day like i got i got in the bed i went to bed i went to sleep the sun was out i woke up it was deep into the night it was like eight o'clock I messed around, took a nap after work, during work. It was sleep till night. I was like, what the heck? It's been like four hours. I just woke up, ate, and went back to sleep. Like, I didn't even. I ain't like, oh, I got energy. I I think I watched a couple episodes of this show while I was just sitting there. And I went to bed, went to bed and slept the whole night through. Like, you know, sometimes when you like when you sleep a lot, like you may wake up earlier. No, I slept the whole. I need that sleep. Give me that sleep. Not to that extent today, because I just nap I need to take. I got things to do today. But give me that sleep. But I'm, I'm probably sure that y'all sick of hearing me talking about sleep. And y'all probably about to get sleepy hearing me talk about it. So what else is there to talk about today? Do you have any hate? Start choking. My gosh. <laughs> Jesus. Do you I have don't... any, you know, hates or anything before? I don't, I don't have no hates. Because they wasn't giving me, the shave room wasn't really giving much to sip on today. I'm going to be honest. The shave room has been boring for the past week and a half of topics that I want to talk about. I It despises me. Like, I really get, I get so irritated. Like, y'all be talking about stuff I don't want to talk about on here. Like, I'm not talking about certain things, certain negativity, negative things or things that are just like people's personal lives that I don't really feel like indulging in that much, like. I'm not doing that. Only thing that I, I found funny when I was scrolling through the shade room is finding out that uh, Larry the Lobster sing Under the Sea. That's all I have. Oh. <laughs> that was funny. With oh, oh, so much confidence. Oh, so much confidence. Under the Sea. 
by Larry the Lobster. Look, you knew what he was trying to say. Larry the Lobster is also iconic. Just two different sized lobsters here that we're dealing with, but maybe not. That's not even a lobster. I think Sebastian's just a crab. Yeah. He ain't no crab. He's not? I could have sworn Sebastian is a lobster. Is I think crab? Sebastian is a crab. Sebastian is a crab. Yes. They they in the same family. That's his that's they cousins. Sebastian is Larry's uncle. I don't think that cousin, maybe. Uncle. Sebastian's way older than Larry. I mean, they're not cousins. Way, 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 way. That's a great, great uncle. How you know? Because lobsters is old. Because Larry was young. Listen, lobsters it can be, be lobsters be living to hundreds plus years and old. And Larry was like twenty four. So don't know that's that. how he, I do. We don't that. know that Larry could have just been in his prime. SpongeBob his had just turned like thirty something not that long ago. Him, 30. not the show. Himself, yes. Somebody pulled up his license. So, you, you know, when that episode they had his license, somebody pulled it up and was like, oh, it's SpongeBob's birthday. SpongeBob ain't even that old himself. So, they was young. SpongeBob in itself. SpongeBob, it's the fact that, like, SpongeBob has been out since, like. Pretty like, much all your life. SpongeBob came uh, out in, like, 99. At yeah, least the, the second run. I don't, I can't remember if SpongeBob was on Oh Yeah Cartoon, which you wouldn't remember. You remember SpongeBob was. I hated the OG SpongeBob when they wasn't talking. It was narr- you remember that like the first couple episodes of Spongebob when it was like the narrator was like describing everything but Spongebob itself wasn't really talking for real? I know what you're saying. I'm like, he, he was still talking but it was a I, lot of dead air. I hate that episode. That is the episode that comes on and I'd be like, why the hell is this on TV? And you know I hate that freaking butterfly one. That terrifies me. Oh. <laughs> I'm afraid of butterflies because of that. Not she said no Frederick Meyer Garvin. I bro, I've been to Frederick Meyer Garvin. I'm like, y'all better not land on me. I don't need to see none of these, none of them. Uh, yeah, I think Sp- yeah, I found it. SpongeBob birthday. SpongeBob was born in 1986. What's that? I can't math right now. Uh I can tell you he's older than our sister. That's all I got for you. 37. Damn. Yeah, so they was Larry was young. He was a peer. And he frozen in time, though, because SpongeBob's still the same person because they still come out with the same t- TV. And they think the same person. Some on. people be stuck in life. Some people just, like I'll say stuck in life. You know, people, you find them, they be working at their job for 40 years and 50 years and retire there. That's just SpongeBob. SpongeBob, he came out of high school, which we never saw. That was his first job. <laughs> he I graduated think. high school. He went to, he went, got his job at the Krusty Krab and he's been in there ever since. Because you know, you could tell Squidward seems to be a little older than SpongeBob. I think it's more so similar to how Timmy wished that nobody aged and nobody ages in this town. Because that old lady been old for all these years. Them old people in SpongeBob be the same, has been that age forever. And you we just honest, was talking about the lobsters. You don't know these particular fishes, their, the fish, their longevity of life. Listen, listen. Them kids have been the same age. Why you think we ain't see? They not going to die until they start looking like the skeleton ladies. That skeleton lady's probably dead. Chocolate. Yes. What? What did he say? He, she's probably gone. So I think by the time they get to that level, then they about out of here. My thing is, if we talking about SpongeBob, 
Like them kids, I'm saying them kids are not grown up. That lady who always shielded her kids from the drama and the mess and the travesty, she a good I, mother. You know, she just not having more kids. Them she, the same kids. It's a she had a she probably had a school of fish. Those could be new kids. They siblings, they look alike. Whatever. I don't even get a SpongeBob Larry the Lobster. Yes. Her kids just look alike. She just having more kids. It's fine. Well, maybe those are her descendants. If you never you know. So, did you watch Praise This? No. Did I ask you this already? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't think so. Why didn't you watch it yet? I just wasn't pressed to watch it quickly. See, what had happened was when it first came out, I was excited to watch it, right? And then when I didn't watch it, when my initial excitement happened, it just kind of faded and I just haven't watched it. I'm still interested in watching it, but I just haven't. Maybe I'll watch it today because I ain't got nothing to watch while my shows is going off and stuff. I enjoyed it. I found it. I found it enjoyable. And all I have to say, I'm gonna make this quick because it's we're well, recording this on a Sunday and I'm trying to be, you know, not be I was out here giving praise. actual praise today. Well, all I have to say is just because somebody don't praise the same way that you praise don't mean that God ain't hearing it. And that's all I gotta say. No, that ain't all I gotta say. <laughs> I gotta give you context. Because, like, what I just don't like about certain people, they just they feel like their praise is superior. Like, mm-hmm. they feel like the way that they praise God is the only way that you should do it. The way that I sing these songs, like, we, the songs that I sing for the praise God is the only songs that should be sung, or only type of songs to be sung. And people, like, I just somebody who had, like, a lot to say. Like it was a lot of like it was just I didn't I'm gonna say it was a lot of people, but it was like certain people like who like a post I seen like oh like this is such a mockery to God and and blah blah like give, go the because, movie yeah like people were yes somebody was just upset because of the fact that they were basically like a lot of the song the show the movie was like you know turning secular secular songs mm-hmm. into like gospel songs and my thing is it's just like I. I I get like you may not want to make that association, but at the same praise occurred doesn't mean that it was displeasing to God. Mm-hmm. Because they not say guess the song may have the original song may have been about something ratchet and of the secular world. But this the song they're singing here is not in that way. It's not there, and it's I think it's a good story. Like the storyline is great, good in my opinion. I think it was like like the storyline of like how it was going through about like coming to God, things of that nature. I feel like it was a really good storyline, but people want to be so holier than thou, mm-hmm. and acting like they praise it just so oh so much better. It just doesn't sit right with me. Like it's annoying, and then they people had they had some stuff like oh because they got Chloe in it and she be doing this and she be doing that. Like once again, you are not her. Mind your business and everything you do. Trust me, everything you do may not be pleasing to God either. But you might be putting your transgressions on on the forefront. Mind yeah. your business. Stop doing the most. Some yeah, I, I when I seen Quavo and Chloe was in it, I knew this had could be nothing to do with God. So you think just because they're like Artists. you don't know what their faith is. You don't know because... what their faith is. Like nobody that's like somebody saying, like, you had a bad like the way you act, you could you I'll be going out showing y'all ass. Ooh, talking about God. Sorry, Lord. He know my heart. 
He know my heart. Y'all be going out here showing y'all behinds and then going to praise God on Sunday like ain't nothing just happened. But nobody supposed to judge you. That's like somebody saying like, oh, I seen her at the club this weekend. Ain't she, it can't be nothing holy about them. That's not the case. Right. And you don't even know what these people are doing on the day to day. Like you have no idea what their, what their relationship with God is. And you'll never know because it's not really your business and that's a personal relationship. But even like with Quavo, you don't know what he does in his day to day life outside of rapping and whatever else he decides to do like that's on the internet you don't know you would you would have no idea about that so I think it's really unfortunate that people make those type of assumptions about people based off of the quick moments you see of their life or because of their profession like you act like he a drug dealer or something and drug dealers be knowing God too sometimes people just be in situations but I might understand the 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 you know that sentiment if that was the case but y'all acting like that's the case they're like or like Chloe is a stripper. And strippers know the Lord. I knew plenty of strippers who sang in the choir. So let's just be real. I know plenty. I knew plenty of strippers who were singing in the choir. So don't judge people's lives and what they have to do. Don't judge people's lives. Don't judge people's faith off of the little blips you see of their lives. That's what I'm trying to say. You don't know what they got going on. You don't know. And also, this is nothing. Since I did say, I did say ass. Um, I have another comment here, and it's gonna be controversial, and I'm gonna get mad. Somebody gonna get mad. No, nah, I'm not gonna get mad. Somebody gonna get mad at me. <laughs> but you gonna get mad at your own thought? Nah, somebody <laughs> gonna get mad at me for saying this. But um, I don't see a single verse, and have I have yet to find a single verse that say these prof these curse words, these profan this profanity was the issue. I'm a, and this is what I say about this because people be like, nah, you shouldn't cuss. That's not godly. I'm, first off, society made these words cuss words. Society made these words bad words. That was not in the book. That was not in the book. Y'all made these words mean certain things and say, if I want to talk a little flavorful, add a little color to my vocabulary, then it's going to happen. But don't be trying to put like God don't like that. God did not say that anywhere in that Bible. It says don't speak curses. That is not what that meant. <laughs> that is not what that meant. And you know that's not what it meant. Find you some business. And because people, I always I say this because I be telling people this all the time. Like people, I be like, when I don't be listening, God cusses at me because he knows that's how I listen. And like, God don't be cussing. Where did it say that he doesn't? When did it say, when did it say God can't say <laughs> these words at me? Let me not even say they cuss words. They just, you know, colorful language. He knows that I need, sometimes I need that. Like, I need that. Because sometimes yeah. I'd be like, you know, God, I just want to know, like, what I should do here. Should I? It be, it, it, listen, it'd be like, I'm going to do something real, like, irrelevant. Like, God, I don't know what I should eat today. I don't know. I need to eat something. He'd be like, eat the salmon. And a couple minutes later, well, God, I already know what I should eat today. Eat the salmon. Cause I ain't like the answer. Go, okay, God. Okay, I'm gonna come to you again. Eat the damn salmon. That's what he be telling me. Not, <laughs> it don't be literally the salmon, but like I'm serious. Like he he knows how I listen. Sometimes he gotta he gotta yell at me. He gotta talk to me in the way that I hear. And sometimes yeah. hearing that, eat the damn salmon. Or I told you to this. I'm not gonna tell you no more. Stop asking me all these damn questions. I'm busy up here doing all this other stuff, and you over here coming to me about what you eating for dinner. I'm sick of it. <laughs> That's how he talks to me. But somebody gonna hear this and be like, oh my gosh, that was so blasphemous. How dare he say that God spoke to him that way? You don't know what me and God be talking about. Sure don't. 
You don't know what me and God are talking about. This is the one thing that gets on my nerves. The, I think this encompasses all the things that get on my nerves. But the, So I, I'm going to just go with this. That gets on my nerves about some Christians. Y'all put too much emphasis on everything but the, spark, the, but the fact that you're not supposed to be out here judging people. You put too much emphasis on everything else and you're too busy. You're judging people, everybody's walk, when everybody's not going to have the same walk and everybody's not going to have the same conviction as you do. Everybody's path is not the same. And even just because if God told you, you person, don't do this. That don't mean that he told me, don't do this. Maybe he told you not to drink alcohol. Because maybe you have enough, like, maybe if you drink alcohol, you're going to be out here acting crazy. Maybe it's going to lead to something negative in your life. Maybe you have an alcoholic trait that you don't know about. So maybe God's conviction to you is don't drink. And you can, and you can follow that, but that's your conviction. Maybe God's conviction to somebody else is like, oh, don't do this. Don't do that. But that's not the same conviction for everybody else. God's path for you is not the same. Now, there are some things that I feel like are the same. Like, listen, forgive people be a good person there's some things you know there are some parts of you know the walk that should be the same or that will be the same instructions but those things are blatant you know but when it comes to a lot of things that we create around religion like your walk is not going to be the same and it's not fair to judge other people based off of what god convicted you to do because that's you that don't mean it's me we might not even have the same convictions you and i so like what is the purpose of that? Why am I? Why would I be looking at you, judging you? Because, oh well, I would never do that, and that's not what they got to do with me. God could have said it was cool for you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, and I don't think that's the case for everything. But like, I use that alcohol thing because I feel like that's simple. Like you said, some people feel like, oh yeah, I shouldn't be cussing. Maybe you shouldn't be cussing because your cusses will lead to the demise of somebody else because you don't know how to control your mouth. Maybe you shouldn't be cussing. That didn't, God didn't tell me not to cuss. Okay. Never, never mentioned it. Never mentioned it. Now, there were some things he did tell me to do. There were some other things about my language that he did tell me to correct, but he didn't tell me to stop cussing. He told me to do that. And that was my conviction. So you gotta, people just gotta stop judging what people have going on. You don't know anybody's walk but your own. You were not even gonna know everybody's walk thoroughly, but even in your household. So why don't you just focus on you? Because what you're doing is not helping the cause. You're hurting the cause by casting people out and judging people harshly. And if you feel like it's a problem, why don't you call people in? But y'all don't ever want to call nobody in. And you don't have access to those people. So I don't even expect you to call them in. So that ain't your job. But it also ain't your job to be on the internet talking crazy about people when you don't know their business. So there was that. And that's just that on that. <laughs> Okay, okay. I have a question for you. Yes. What is it? Where is the line? This is going to take a big pivot, y'all. Where would you say the line is between awareness and acknowledgement and self-sabotage? Wow. <laughs> for me... I feel like this is a line that I struggle with, like, finding out when I made the, like, because, okay, what I mean by this, I have a lot of, as Jay said on the previous episode, I can be very pessimistic. I think the worst in things a lot. I overthink things. I overthink situations. I always think 
far out, even it like kind of make my own try to make correlations to what things may be. And sometimes I feel like, you know, that could be self-sabotaging for mm -hmm. relationships, friendships, social life, work life, things of that nature. But then at the same time, it's like, how do you decipher when I'm self, like when that is self-sabotaging or when is that yourself like telling you something? Mm -hmm. like when it's intuition and when it's which I guess it's just which path which path to follow with the information you're receiving because like I feel like I yeah like because I feel like I've had moments where like you know internally I felt like oh I think this is happening or I think this is happening and then I'm like no Trey you're making this up like you're like you're you're looking for a reason to find something wrong or you're like you're you're making issues like and then it'd be like, oh, actually, that was actually happening at the time. And then mm -hmm. other times, it'd be the other way around. Like, I'd be thinking, I'm like, no, something's not right. Something's not right. And it'd be nothing wrong at all. So it's like, how do you, like, how do you recommend drawing that line? Or like, That's how do very you... tricky. I don't even fully know how to answer that question. Because I feel like I am very, I have two sides of this. I think my anxiety leans me to be pessimistic, but I have a lot of optimism and those can both be dangerous mm -hmm. because my anxiety will tell me everything is going wrong. Like it'll make me think of worst case scenarios, you know, but it'll tell me everything, same similar to you, tell me everything that could be wrong off of one thing. All I need is one trigger that don't even gotta be big for me. It, it doesn't have to be anything. And my mind will just think of scenarios, but my optimism will also rationalize everything. So it's very, for me, it is very tricky. So, and I don't know how to honestly answer this, but I'm gonna just say what comes to my mind. I don't know if anybody actually has to answer this um, besides a therapist or going to therapy to figure out what the heck is going on. I think when it comes to self-sabotaging, I think it really is helpful for me to think through all of my stressors and understand if they even make sense. Because sometimes a lot of those stressors can be irrational. I'll think about in my case, like I would go all down the line about, and what if this happened like you now? Yes. Um, I know there was stuff be going on with romaine lettuce, but like, oh my gosh, Trayvon had some romaine. He was like, well, I don't know if I want to eat the romaine because something goes wrong. And then what if like, it's sir, I know stuff be wrong with some romaine every now and then, but like, calm down. It ain't gotta be that deep, but that's how my mind works too. And I think it just, ha it comes down to me thinking through my thoughts and actually identifying if they make sense for me to be as stressed as I am about them. How can I get the actual clarified answers about them? Because I am making, for me at least, I tend to get stressed about something and create a narrative in my mind. The self-sabotaging part is the fact that I created the narrative without just figuring out the root of what I actually wanted to know. And if I start creating the narrative and I never go back to clarify what this actually was, or I have to say in like relationships with people, because that's the only way I can really make this make sense. So if I have a problem with somebody, they trigger something in me and I'm upset. I'm thinking of all the worst case scenarios about what they meant or what they did to me and how they feeling about me. And I'm just having all these thoughts about that. And once I start treating them differently, once I start acting away based off the narrative I created, that's when I start self-sabotaging because I didn't even give them a chance to clarify it for me. I didn't have a conversation with them. And you know this, again, we had this conversation and I think before I went to self-sabotage, you talked me down so I could go have a conversation. So like I had the conversation, 
which cleared the narrative that I made up. I was mad for a cute week about something I could have just asked. <laughs> I could have just asked a question about. And I do think it does help to talk through things with people because with talking through my problem with you, it helped me identify like, I'm mad at all this stuff, but honestly, the root of my issue is right here. So why don't I just ask about this, which will answer all of that? And I went back, I asked a simple question and I was just like, oh, okay. But instead of me just asking the question, when I started to get stressed, I started feeling stank and I started being somewhat distant. And if I start being distant and stank and the other person doesn't know what's wrong with me, I am self-sabotaging because I could have got to the root of the problem and I didn't. I ran away from the problem and created my own narrative without answering, getting the questions answered. So right there, we're doing too much thinking and not enough talking is what I think. I just made this up as I was talking right now. So <laughs> we, I think the self-sabotage comes in when you're making actions and decisions based off your thoughts around a scenario without talking to the other people involved to even see what's really going on from all sides. And sometimes people be lying. So that's also something that you got to deal with if that's the case. Because like you could be like, so did you have an issue when um, when I borrowed your shirt last week? Because it seemed like you had an issue. I didn't have no issue and then they really did. But that's another thing. So like with little stuff like that, it's like it might not be that deep. But you cannot make a decision about your status in a relationship or just like how you feel about other things without knowing everything that's going on. Even stress at work. If I'm stressed about something at work, I'll be stressed all day. And then I'll talk to my boss thinking that it's going to be a problem. And they're just like, oh, yeah. So and they start giving me solutions. I'm like, so I was stressed all day just for you to tell me that it was fine. And this is going to be the solution. Why was I doing all this? I'm like, I'm going to get fired. And then I'm going to get this. And then this is going to happen and everything going to fall yes, apart. Man. Just for you to get on the phone and be like, OK, so do you want some help? I could just ask. I could have just said something. <laughs> I'll never forget what my boss, my boss put a meeting on my calendar one day. It was right after I had like a situation. I did like I didn't do anything like too bad, but like I blew a lot of things out of proportion at my job when it comes to like, I'll be like, oh my gosh, I messed up this little one little thing. I'm about to get fired. It's gonna be today. They're gonna be I've never got written up. I've never got a coaching or anything, but I just be going to the worst. They're going to fire you. They're going to send you a virtual box to pack your computer and your, your life in. Okay. And it don't even be that deep. I think we, as people who have varying levels of anxiety, um, I think our problems lie in the fact that we want to jump off the deep end and create scenarios as opposed to looking at the actual facts. That's where, that's where the line at. Yeah. We in therapy today. <laughs> but not for real though. Cause like, I will say like talking, at least for me, like talking through, I like, to, I always ask and I will always ask like, you're not tripping. And I typically only can ask these questions to people who are level, like who are like level-headed people. Like I have friends who I can't go to it's not that mean that they're not necessarily bad friends or anything, but I have friends that I can't go through to when I need to know for sure if I'm right or wrong. Because mm -hmm. you know, sometimes you got some friends who just like they support you too much. Yeah. So sometimes they struggle with telling you, like, no, that's not right. Or like they may also kind of have similar traits to you of handling certain situations. So you be like, hey, like, I think this is a problem. Or like this is something that was on my mind. It'd be like, yeah, because I would have never, because we the same person. So it's like sometimes it's like when I have issues, 
Like, like I've had recently, I came to you like, hey, I went to you and mom, like, hey, this yeah. is what's happening. Am I being delusional? Am I doing the most? And it's like, sometimes like, I feel like that's kind of what I have been working on when it comes to like, you know, drawing that line. But my thing is, I also found self-sabotage, self-sabotaging when you like you know self-sabotaging can be like you know rowing in something else mm-hmm. but i also found with self-sabotage that you can self-sabotage yourself by trying to not self by trying to not self-sabotage the situation and what i mean by this is like for example I'm over. I was in a situation where I was like, "Oh, I feel like I'm self-sabotaging. I don't want to self-sabotage. I might just be self-sabotaging this situation." When that's not really what was happening in the moment. Like I wasn't like what my actions or my energy or what I was feeling was not like self-sabotage towards that situation. But since I kept saying like, "Well, I think this might be what's happening. This might be what's happening," I started to create self-sabotage to myself because. I was overlooking a situation that I was correct about. And I feel like that's where I, that line is hard because it's mm-hmm. like, I'm damaging myself because I'm at this point, I'm ignoring these, like I'm ignoring signs or ignoring things that I'm seeing because of fear that I'm going to self-sabotage the situation. I'm ignoring them because I feel like I'm trying to self-sabotage it. But at the end, I'm not, I wasn't really trying to self-sabotage it. I was acknowledging what was actually happening. So now I'm sabotaging my well-being and my mental by putting up with things that I probably shouldn't be putting up with if I would have just listened. So it's like, it's so hard to mm-hmm. decipher sometimes. I feel like even with that, like when I was explaining that, I know exactly what I was saying, but also knew nothing that I was saying at the same time. Because it's literally like a circle. It's like, yeah. like oh, well, this I think this is happening. So nope, I'm not going to go with it. So it's like, either way, it's like the road keeps leaving us. Like the road was just leading to self-sabotage all the way. I'm over here self-sabotaging, trying to avoid self-sabotaging. Yeah. Toxic. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I need to go go lay on somebody's couch. Hello? I need to go lay on somebody's couch. As soon as I can afford to lay on somebody's couch, I'll be on it. I was trying to, and then they sent me, they told me how much it was going to cost. And I was just like, oh yeah, I made an appointment before, and I was just like, do I really want to pay you one hundred and thirty dollars every other week? Is that something I really want to do? Mine, not really, not okay. really. I don't really um, want to do that. I can't do it. I probably should do that, but it's I don't really want to do that right now. It's not in the budget, like it's coming now. I know that much because your your girl about to be your girl is rich in spirit, and I'm just waiting on the world to catch up with what I know. All right. So um soon as the world catch up to what I already know about my wealthiness, I'll be on somebody's couch. Or on their screen. Whatever work. <laughs> oh, that was exhausting. The emotion. It was. That was a lot. That was a lot. But it was useful. I feel like I just taught myself while well, just just speaking. Sometimes you just gotta start speaking and be like, oh, well that makes sense. Maybe I need to apply this a little bit more. <laughs> Oof. Okay. What else I have on this list of things? Yeah, do you have anything? Because I got a, a, a light question. Uh, I ain't asking that on here. Never mind. Go ahead. All right, let me lift the spirit. Let me switch the energy in the room. Okay. I actually have two light questions. One that's going to be relatively quick and one that might be a little bit longer. How do you feel? This was posted a while ago. 
I think it was on Twitter, about like, how do you feel about the club? I, I <laughs> go ahead. I don't really go to the club for real. Like, when I go out, I usually go to like, I go to like a bar with music. Mm-hmm. But like, to the actual club, I ain't been. Well, I guess the Eagle is technically a nightclub, I guess. But it's just like, it, it's like a bar. I guess upstairs is kind of like a club vibe. But I just kind of more so seen it as a bar with dancing. But I guess it could be a club. I guess that's a club. I'm Man. not really like, but outside of that, but I, like, that's different. Like, that's like, that's a, like a gay nightclub. It's like a different vibe. Like, it's a club, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's just, I don't, when I think about that compared to like. It's not clubby. It's not clubby. Yeah. That's the It's just not clubby. So it's like, I don't really think I really, I went to Central Michigan. A club was was Wayside. Like, oh, y'all didn't even have clubs like that. Oh, we got, we got, we had two. Y'all did? We had Wayside, also known as the Wayho. Um, Sticky floors smelled like the people who were in there. Um, Yeah. Music was very clubby. Turning, turning, cla- hood, nice hood jams into pop songs. You know how that goes. Ding, 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 ding. No, no. Um, but I, I, I enjoyed a good wayside trip every once in a while. Like you know, nice little wayside. Don't put no shoes on that you care about. We were doing our effort to sneak into wayside at that point. Like you know, I wasn't even, I wasn't even eighteen when I first got to college. I had to sneak my way into the wayside. But like, then we also had encore. Encore is like more so like where the older people went, like upperclassmen when you was 21, oh. you can get in. Encore, I I don't think I really enjoy. I enjoy Encore on my 21st birthday. And then um for homecoming, we be going it's always like something during homecoming, but it's different though because like all of the black alumni mm. are, are, is going to Encore. So it's Actually. like it was fun then so like, i enjoyed that but when it'd be like oh i want to go out i'm like oh let's go to the club like no yeah. i'd be more so like oh y'all want to go to the bar or like we can, we can go, and go to like a restaurant that has a bar and just have drinks and talk like, yeah that's more so my vibe i do like to do a little, little dancey dance so if i can get a little chance to do you know do a little dancey dance in the bar that's the type of, i want a dance floor i want a bar with good music that's what i want i think the club i think clubs are for the youth and I think because the youth are the only ones that are really going to be having fun. Like, because I went to state, of course, as y'all know, we had, we used to have clubs. I don't know what they got going on now because they started closing down because, you know, locals and people don't know how to act. But um, when I was in undergrad, we had two clubs. We had Fahrenheit, which was lit. Fahrenheit. I was, we was talking, I think somebody had posted the other day, like if they did a documentary on Fahrenheit, we would all be in trouble. Like, let's <laughs> talk about like the French big one. If they did the documentary on Fahrenheit, I would also be included in that number. <laughs> like, I hope y'all didn't see me that one night. I, Fahrenheit was a time, like, it was so fun. And what was like, they weren't actually selling the sections from what I remember. Like, if it was one available, you would just go and sit down. And then you would get back up and do what you was doing. I think they might have sold some of them or reserved them. But it was mostly like, okay, you might sit down for a little bit and then you go back and get on the dance floor. Like, people were dancing, dancing in Fahrenheit and in secret during college. And I feel like once I graduated and I moved down to Georgia, Georgia has a lot of clubs, but they don't have a lot of fun clubs because you'll go in there and everybody's in a section not 
dancing like it don't be a lot of people on the dance floor a lot of times they'll just kind of be bopping with their friends which is which is cute you know for like you and like your clowns. friends trying to vibe but it's not like for it doesn't help with the overall vibe that I would be used to in the club like I think lounges are kind are cool for the most part but I would say I miss the club I don't miss it because I don't really want to be out there but I do miss how fun it used to be when the when my club experience felt authentic because even when I did come down here one time, I went to a party where there was a younger crowd. Well, I was pretty young, but I think it was mostly like college kids in the low, you know, low 20s, which I was. It was this hole, it was called Hole in the Wall. Now, that was the first place that I went to. And I was just like, oh no, it's lit in here. They in here dancing. Everybody's on the floor. But like outside of that, every place that I go is like, if me and my friends or whoever I'm with, we having a time, then we're having a time. But like the overall vibe is like, yeah, it's not it's not clubby either. So I was just curious, like, what you're not to be getting older. Like, do you like the club? Do you want to go? Seems like you don't be going. I don't really be going like that either, unless it's somebody's birthday or something. And even with that, I'd be like, do we have to? Like when it was my birthday, uh, my boyfriend was like, oh, do you want to get a section somewhere after dinner? And I was just like, why? <laughs> For what? Yeah, I could do like like I said, I could do like a I want I I like a lit brunch. Yeah, it's like, like a, a day party. Like a day party. I could do stuff like that. Like just like loungy. I don't really think I like nightclub vibes. We got a section for his birthday um last year and we had a good fun time, but it's like it's yeah, I there's nothing like there was nothing like a club in your youth, but I think that just kind of phases out when people start acting like they too they're too good or just the fact that they're too old or too mature I'm to too do the things good. that they used mm. to do. Like it could be varying reasons. Like, okay, like I'm I'm grown and got a man. I ain't gonna be uh, acting like I was in college <laughs> in the middle of that dance floor. <laughs> you know, I think I've matured out of that. I ain't gonna say I'm too good for it because I ain't too good for it because I was out there at some point. I'm just too mature for it. My that that phase in my life has passed. So. I, I like, but see, I like little bars with long, little bar vibes because then a song come on and I, then because this is the thing when I get drunk. I'd be breaking all the eight counts and shit. Bro. I have an eight count clubber. I listen, used to be in the treat, club. Listen, treat, treat me, come on. I'll come out with the full Chloe choreography. Treat me like a treat. I used to be in the club. Oh, hell no. I want to see this. Scarred for life. <laughs> And I never had my foot on the wall, but if whenever I got some stability, I would be up in the air. I was dancing with a dude one time and almost flipped him on top of me because the way I was bent down on the floor. I used to be doing a lot. <laughs> I was never. No, up I used to be doing a that lot. Wild. Doing a lot. <laughs> hey, freshman year was a different time, and you gotta know. You gotta know. I was coming from a house with relatively overprotective parents who and I wasn't going to parties like that. So, so once I had the chance to be in college and go to parties, I was in the streets. I didn't even know what to do. Sober. Full sober. Not not a lick of liquor. I'm in a club off water and maybe a monster. That's it. <laughs> I did Turns. not know. I didn't even know what to do. At parties, because I remember I went to a party like I think I went to somebody's sweet sixteen, 
and it was a whole ordeal and i was like i was just so socially awkward because i didn't know what to do at the parties i was like i don't know what i'm supposed to do here i never i didn't get to nobody didn't go i used to i knew what to do there because we i did not know because sixth grade at alger elementary i don't know who was supervising us sixth grade at alger elementary gym class was was many the skating rink because there was all the kids who used to go to the skating rink that i was not allowed to be at um and i understand why i ain't gonna say i wasn't even allowed i didn't even ask i feel like with the way our parents were protective it was to the point that you didn't even ask for things because you were just like i don't know if this is appropriate for me to be asked so why would i ask you see i i was i asked her to skate rink once i went once I might have been allowed to go, but it just seemed like it seemed like it was a lot of foolery happened there. And it was a lot of foolery. It was a lot of old high school boys trying to get known to middle school girls. A lot of stuff. One of them couples is still together and they still kind of disgust me a little bit, but I ain't gonna say no names. I'm like, why are you talking to this girl? You might be a damn senior. And we are in sixth, seventh grade. Yuck. <laughs> but anyways. Yeah, I think I faced out of that, but I knew what to do because we would be in the, uh, as soon as we were done with the gym stuff, the teacher would let us play music, and then sometimes the, I would be pressured into dancing with some little boy or something. That wasn't often, but the girl would be making up little routines and stuff like that, and I was just like, okay, I know how this goes, and then I went to a couple parties in high school, so when I got to college, I was just like, I'm out here, I can dance, and I'm out here. <laughs> I knew what to do by the time I got to college. I'm saying, like, with that first party, I'm going to talk about, I'm so socially awkward. And I used to go to the, these little other parties I used to go to just from, like, youth group stuff. Like, well, we used to have parties for, like, those conferences. And I was like, okay, that was probably the first time I actually, like, knew how to dance with somebody because I never danced with nobody. I'm just sitting here. I don't know what I'm, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what to do with my body. And they was like, just dance, like, dance with them. Like, oh, okay. And I was like, okay, I know how to do this. Like, by the time I got to college. That is strange. It is like, what do you do there? Like, because like as a woman like now especially like we'll dance with each other so i think it's just like but i think it's easy for us to kind of get into it because we're used to being in that position so it's easy to just kind of do it from the opposite but yeah i was just like i don't know what i'm supposed to do i'm supposed to just stay like i i don't want to just stand there like a because i be talking about niggas i used to always talk about people who used to like like girls be dancing on them and they just be standing there I cannot stand to stand there as nigga. Like, it annoys me. Like, why are you standing there being still? Like, why did you become a statue? I cannot stand a statue, and I cannot stand somebody with some, like, somebody dancing with a girl, and they basically are literally, like, dry humping her, like, aggressively. Yeah. Why are you doing this? Like, see, that's this why I'm happy not, that I'm not small. But I, it was just, yeah, I hate, I, like, no, I hated that. So I was like, okay, I got, just dance with them match their moves, match their emotion, and it all works out. I I went to college. No, I went to Slapfest first. Slapfest was this party. They had it at the van. They had it at the, the Voss place. Is that the name of the Voss? The Voss Center? Whatever the DeVos sure. event. The one, the, that center downtown. Like okay. one, of the, one of the convention centers downtown. They had okay. it They had it there. And it was just so much going on. It was just, I was in there Catching, sorry, mom, you gotta hear this. You let me go to the party. You probably shouldn't have. I was in that party catching all types of ass. I was every twerk that was being thrown near me. I was catching it. I was living my best life that night. Also, I still know. I hope. I hope the person oh who did this listen. Also, some nigga, some nigga grabbed my ass at that party a few times. They was they. I, that was when I knew I was like, mm, Trey, yeah, you got a little sugar here still. Don't be trying to like you don't. 
Um, like you enjoyed that too much. Anyways, but <laughs> no, I was in there catching it all. So by the time I got to college, we used to have these um these little sack like these parties at the student activity center. Like, like mm-hmm. typically like the, the icebreakers and like when um D9 would throw a party, it'll be there typically. And it always be like three circles. I used to call them three circles. The inner circle where everybody dancing, the middle circle where people, the Greeks be strolling, and the outer circle, people just watching the party. I stayed in that center circle going dummy. Every party. I was just a, just a heathen on that floor. Like Man. you said, sober most of the time because the thing is like, I did, I didn't start, well, at least like for the first, my first half of freshman year, I didn't really drink. I didn't start drinking for real until second half. Like that's when I started like, you know, drinking here and there like till second semester. Yeah, second semester. But like, it was just, I used to have a good ass time. And yeah. then I just feel like I got old. I remember one time I went to a party. I think it was like my my junior year. I think it was junior year. It was either, nope, it was, it was senior year. I went to a party my senior year and then somebody danced with me and I was like, I don't even want to do this. Like, I feel weird. I feel socially <laughs> awkward. I feel like, because the thing is when you're on a college campus, my thing was like, I've never seen you before. So like somebody was trying to dance with me and I was like, no, I didn't dance with them. When I was dancing with somebody, I did feel awkward how like people was watching me and it was just too many eyes. I'm like, Trey, you're too important on campus to be just catching twerks at a party now. Like you're too old for this. But oh, please. It, it was somebody, but it was somebody who was trying to dance with me. And I was like, I've never seen you before. So that either means one or two things. You're either a freshman, or one or three things. You're either a freshman, a transfer student, or it's just somebody friend. But in my head, I'm just gonna go with the first one. And I don't feel I'm not about to go here dancing with a freshman because y'all not about to be talking about me on uh CMU confessions. <laughs> Absolutely fucking not. So I was like, no, we're just gonna, we're just gonna chill. Man. That's why I stopped really going to parties. Like, I just want to like, let's I could do kickbacks. We're gonna do kickbacks at friends' houses, things like that. Cause and maybe I used to be aggressive in the function too. Like, can I stop dancing? It's been a long time. Nah, keep that. No, how about I not? How about I not? I also got kissed in the club. I know I've mentioned that before. Some man just kissed my face in the club. It was very strange. <laughs> Not like that. Oh, Fahrenheit was the time. Don't get me to reminisce. Oh, yeah. I don't want. I don't I'm want to. Please, that. I don't want to get you reminiscing. Please, I'm though. past that. <laughs> My youth. Okay, I have another question. It might take a little bit of thought from you, but it's a quick question. I promise. If your life had a theme song, what would the song be? And if you can't think about like just the regular song, that's fine. You maybe think of two. Cause I feel like I have two songs in my head that are my theme songs. And yeah. I'm gonna let you answer first then. Since you I have a gym thing song theme song. I feel like it changes, but the one that stays solid is the baddest bitch. Because when I am in the gym, I legit be feeling like, even though I'm sure people do not care about me. I feel like I'm the main character. My outfits are always cute. I always look put together. I walk in there with my headphones loud and my bag. Oh, and you can't tell me nothing after I got my little bag and I got all my supplies in it. I got my own little little thing for the bar. I got my gloves. I got everything. So I just be walking in there. Don't, 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 don't. Who's bad? All the time. Now my regular life. I would have to go with a classic like um, Bobby Proud. I'm so 
dysfunctional. <laughs> that's the theme song to my life. And you feel it. That's how, that's how I operate. That's how I felt. Every time I call you with a problem, that's how I feel when I'm leaving. I'm so, oh, dysfunctional. And you feel it. You <laughs> feel it. Think about that next time you hear me walking around. Doom, doom. For me, I do have two actually. Okay. I damn near got three, but I'm a, I'm gonna do everyday life, emotional roller coaster. Emotional roller coaster, loving you ain't nothing healthy. No, I can't sing a lot of songs, but I can sing that one. I've been singing that song. I sing a song every day back in the morning. <laughs> That's that song sounds like it's my life. Um, however, I all them notes not be sticking that. <laughs> when I'm getting ready to go out or something, I'm stuck between these two songs, and I wasn't sure which one to pick, so I'm just gonna say both of them. Okay. Damn, where did the song go? I just had it because I was looking at it, and then I went to go find another song. Where did it go? Oh, I hate this. Oh, here we go. Pressure by Ari Lennox. Mm, okay. That is what honestly I think that's probably gonna just be the song itself. I'm gonna give the honorable mention to the other song. Um, but pressure by Ari Lennox, I think like that song just gives me when I be getting ready and I be feeling cute, I'd be like, I just be posing to it, having a good time. But if I wanna feel like, like I wanna walk, walk like I mean it, I mean strut mm -hmm. like I mean it. Strut like you mean it. No, I'm gonna listen to the Vegas by Dolish <laughs> I don't know why that song just makes. I don't know because I think it mostly primarily is because my friend, uh, my friend Ella, when I had that, it was that video, the video I made, I've made of my New Orleans trip, and I had that song going over it, and mm. then like it was like I I kept her part of the video and heard her talking because she's like a bad bitch, a bad bitch. It was like it went right along with the video, so I feel I mean, like with the song, and I feel like every time I hear that song, that's what I think about, and I and it just gives me I just be model walking up throughout my apartment Sebastian he's taking me you know, I'm like move I'm, you, in my, you in the runway go, go scoot <laughs> over I'm, uh, I'm okay I like it I like it do you have anything else to talk about before we get into the playlist um nope okay well I guess we can do that I feel like I always end up going first and I can still go so <laughs> Yep, you don't have you do that again because that's just be the order of how I got the playlist played out. Okay, well, my first song, Rip Me Out the Plastic, I've been acting brand new. Um, put it put it on the flow. <laughs> I've been on a lot of kick lately. Put it on the flow by Lotto. Lotto has been putting out like good, hard ass music. And you know, me and somebody who also raps, I just have such appreciation for good bars over a hard ass. And I already enjoyed her, but now that she's rapping over all these beats that I feel like I would pick, Chef's Kiss. Chef's Kiss. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of it. Sure. I almost put something else on the playlist, but I'm going to say that for next because I found me another, some other girls rapping, rapping over another hard-ass beat. It's a throwback beat, but the way they was spitting over the beat, oh my gosh, well, we'll get into that next week. <laughs> my song on the playlist as we pulled it we are quoting lyrics from the song he said 
Ain't no laughing. She said, I'm a nigga from the trenches with an accent. Okay. Rumors. Rumors. Okay. Man and Lil Dirt. And this is why. I don't know what that part of this song just You like, said Gucci Man? Yeah, it's Gucci. And Interesting. Lil Dirt. Yeah. Gucci but it's, Man. Interesting. I didn't say man. Say <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I'm proper. Um but no, I feel like this song. I I don't. I feel like I just love that part of this of this of this song. Like that's probably one of my favorite like lines in this song because I just be saying it. That's the only like, part of the song I really remember. Like we, I ain't from the. I ain't necessarily from the trenches. I am from the the third ward, southeast Grand Rapids. That it ain't really what. It really the prettiest place. I've never but, heard it called that. What the third ward? It yes, is, we for sure live in the third. That we are most definitely. In the I third. didn't know we were wards. <laughs> What are the wards? Somebody draw me a map. There's wards it's in the ground three, three of them. I don't even know what that means. It's basically like the like the way that the city is like separated. Now you I got, can sing Beyonce songs. Pretty thug got the third ward. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm over here. Now I'm like, now I'm how to have to give you like a like a government. I'm confused. Lesson. I didn't know like, we had boards. Our, like, our city, like like basically every like every ward has like a council member on the city council. Like that's kind of oh, like the southeast. I've never voted like, in Michigan in, in in Grand Rapids. Maybe that's why I don't know. Because tell you like third ward is basically yeah. When I was grown, I don't think it easy. The third ward is the hood. When I was voting, hood adjacent. <laughs> when I was voting, I was already in Lansing, and then I came straight here. So I never voted for anything. I didn't know that we were had words. Oh yes, I can sing Beyonce songs. Her. But nah, and okay, so that's why I be thinking. Are. I'm like, I, it, well, once again, it ain't the, it ain't all the way to trenches because we was like not in the trench trenches of the trenches of that side of the city, but we wasn't too far from it. So I'd be like, and it, and it be like with an accent, and all my friends say I got an accent here. So it just like I be feeling when he said that part, I felt it. Mm-hmm. I felt that. Okay. All right. My next song is called Do You Mind? Also called Bonnet by BB. And so for your notes, it's B E E dash B. Do you mind if I put my bonnet on? My bonnet on. Put my bonnet on. <laughs> That's something that randomly came across my uh, my Apple Music a minute ago. And I was just like, let me listen to this damn song. And I'm like, okay, I actually really like this. Um, what I'm going to put on the playlist? I'm going to put, because I'm, I'm upset that I didn't, like, I didn't listen to this song before. I'm going to put Streets by Doja Cat, the silhouette challenge version, though. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know why I just love I love this song. I love like I love singing like the the chorus of this song. And I be trying to sing all the different parts of the chorus because it's like three different like it's like harmonies in there and I be over here like going jumping between them. I just it's it's a good vibe. You know what? I was gonna put a song on here. I was gonna put that Chloe song on here. But I'm gonna say that song either for you to do it eventually if it's on your spirit or when I run out of song because the way that this song is on my heart I can't I know I said I was gonna wait till next week but I can't after I even mentioned it I just hear Connie going boom boom uh uh-uh. uh I can't I can't it's gonna be move move remix with Connie Diamond and Ken the man 
if you go into the gym, if you're in the gym, or if you even want to be in the gym, if you this is your first time in the gym, turn that song on and tell me what happened. Turn that song on and tell me that you don't lift. I done went up and weight and all type of stuff when I was in the gym playing that song. I have hip thrusted more than ever before. Because that song came on, I'm just like, I do all the things. It's off of that ludicrous um, instrumental, as you could probably already guess. But they served it justice. My gosh, it's so good. For sure. Now I'm curious about Chloe's song that you had. Somebody, how does it feel? That that ain't that ain't where I would have went with mine. Oh, I did listen to Body Do again. And I I didn't just I did not like it. Yeah, it's just I, Body Do has to grow on you. It does take a couple listens. That first time I was just like, I don't like this, and then the, the next time I listened to it, I was just like, okay, I see where this is going. I think I watched our Breakfast Club interview, and then I was just intrigued again. So I was like, let me let me try it again. I've only put one Chloe song on the playlist, right? I don't. Did you? I put it in pieces on the playlist. Oh yeah. But see, cause people gonna be mad at me because I be putting Chloe that be. I'm putting this song on the playlist. If I already put it on the playlist last week, cause I did not upload it. Oops, so I'm bad. My bad, y'all. But um, so if I said this like again last week, I'm tired. Charge it to something that ain't my 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 heart or my head. Um, make make it look easy. Or that's the name of the song. Or look easy. Make it look easy. Mm. Make it look easy. Chloe, I'm talking. I hope Chloe. I'm. I may have to cut this part out of here so Chloe can hear me say this, and I could post it. I could tag her. Chloe, make it look easy. Is just like it's a journey. Like, I would listen to make it look easy one like a couple of days like like last week. I was genuinely just like fully listening to it again, and I was listening to the words, like the words that she was saying in this song. She was literally like walking through so many emotions. And for anybody who ever said Chloe, don't be saying nothing in music, you can go straight to hell because you are lying out your ass. Because this song right here, Chloe literally walked through so many like emotions like relatable emotions at that too like I felt like I felt like when I listened to this song it's like I was like it's somebody's having an anxiety attack and they're like describing everything that's happening in each stage of that anxiety attack from freaking out to calming down but like every single aspect of it I was just like I felt this I felt that song Chloe you did the damn thing on that song. And thank you for giving me that song. Damn near one of my favorite songs on the project after I kept re-listening to it. Like, you know, I like like that type of like, R&B-ish, like mm -hmm. smooth R&B music like that. And like R&B music that has really like deep meaning. And that song is just really, really powerful. So that's probably one of my favorite songs off the album. Most definitely. Ooh. Love it. Makes it. Listen, sometimes <laughs> I just feel like I can never get it right. Even when I try to say what's wrong with you. Like, this is real life thoughts. Ugh. I'm going to leave y'all alone because I know y'all ready to uh, go about y'all day probably. Yes. So, same. Thank y'all for listening to another episode of Relax, Relate, Repeat. Now on YouTube as well on my youtube page so yes follow us on the things follow us on instagram relax relate repeat follow us individually on instagram and tiktok and now on 
YouTube at J Allure Official and Poetry Official. Thank y'all for spending time with us while we had gotten here and we had some good therapy, a good little chuckle. <laughs> and yes, it's been a fun time. Anything you gotta say to the people before we log out? Nope. I hope y'all have a good rest of your day and I'm about to go find a pillow. Yes. Have a good day. Have a good week. Take a nap. Take care of yourself. Sleep. So y'all won't be on here acting like you're tired like us. Bye.